Parashat Balak Summary After Bnei Israel defeated the mighty Sichon and Og, the people of Moab were petrified that Bnei Israel would attack them and chase them out of their land. In an attempt to protect themselves, they made peace with their neighbors, the Midianim, and appointed for themselves a new king, Balak. Balak realized that to fight the Jews with weapons wouldn't work, so he had to find a different way. He consulted the Midianim and asked him, Since Moshe spent time in your country, what's the secret of his success? So they answered, His power is with his mouth. If that's the case, said Balak, We will hire the famous magician prophet Bil'am, whose power is also with his mouth. Balak sent noblemen to invite Bil'am to come. Bil'am knew that ultimately he was in Hashem's control, and if Hashem did not want Bnei to be cursed, it wouldn't happen. He told the officers of Moab and Midian to wait overnight for Hashem's response. The officers of Midian decided that if Bil'am needs Hashem's approval, then the situation is lost. And with that, they got up and left. The next morning, Bil'am told the Moavi officers that he was not allowed to go with them. Thinking that it wasn't enough honor for Bil'am, Balak sent higher-ranking officers and more money. Hoping now that Hashem would give him permission to curse Bnei Israel, Bil'am told these officers as well to stay overnight. That night, Hashem appeared to him and told him that if he wants to, he may go with Balak's officers to advise Balak but he may not curse Bnei Israel. The next morning, Bilam got up excitedly to curse the Jews. To stop him, Hashem sent a malach with a drawn sword to block his path. Only the donkey saw the malach, so it swerved off the path into a field. The malach then came again, and the donkey moved, crushing Bilam's foot against the stone wall on the side of the road. The malach then appeared to the donkey a third time, but this time it had nowhere to go, so it crouched and refused to move. Each time, Bilam beat his donkey. This time Hashem made a miracle and the donkey began to speak. Why did you hit me three times? If you need to use a stick against me, how do you think you will defeat Ben Israel? The officers of Moab laughed when they saw Bilam arguing with the donkey. Bilam agreed that he sinned, but in his heart he still planned to curse Ben Israel. The Malach allowed him to continue, warning that he shall say whatever Hashem allows him to. The next morning, Bilam told Balak to prepare seven altars, Mizbechot, and to bring a bull and ram on each. Bilam went up the mountain to see Bnei Israel. Hashem appeared to him and forced him to bless Bnei Israel in front of Balak. Balak was so upset, and two more times took Bilam to different mountains to see Bnei Israel from a different angle. Each time they built seven more Mizbechot and brought a bull and ram on each. Bilam walked away, and both times Hashem appeared to him and forced him to bless Bnei Israel in front of Balak. He was furious. Bilam defended himself by reminding Balak that he told him originally that he can only say what Hashem allows him to. As Bilam walked away disgraced, he blessed Bnei Israel a fourth time. Included in his many blessings is the pasuk, Matovu Ohalecha Yaakov. As he was heading home, Bilam advised Balak with a way that he can win against Bnei Israel. If Balak would send the Midiani and Moavi girls into the camp, of Bnei Israel, and they would get the Jews to serve their Abu Dazara. Then they can defeat them. Balak followed through with Bilam's plan, and the Erev Rav and some of Bnei Israel joined the girls and began to serve their idol Baal Peor. Hashem was very angry. The holy nation of Bnei Israel was sinning with non-Jewish girls in Abu Dazara. He commanded Moshe to gather the judges and to put to death anyone who served Baal Peor. Many people who sinned were from Shevet Shimon. The prince of Shevet Shimon, Zimri, came forward and challenged Moshe. If Moshe could marry Tzipporah, the daughter of Yitro, who was the head priest, then he could marry the non-Jewish princess, Kozbi, the daughter of Tzur. Tzur was Balak. Of course he was wrong, for Moshe married Tzipporah before the giving of the Torah, and Tzipporah was a Giorah, she converted. 
Zimri nevertheless took Kozbi to his tent. All knew that Zimri was very wrong, but they could not remember the halacha of Zimri's punishment. Should Bet-Din put him to death, or will Hashem deal with him directly? While they were discussing, Pinchas approached Moshe and reminded him that Moshe taught him the halacha, that he should be killed by man. Moshe told Pinchas, since he merited to remember it, he should kill them. Pinchas, very upset about the chilul Hashem, the desecration of God's name that Zimri was causing, killed both Zimri and Kozbi. Following the killing of Kozbi, Hashem sent a plague amongst the Jews. Pinchas prayed that it should stop. Hashem listened to his tefillah, but not before 24,000 Jews died. Pinchas taught to stand up to defend Hashem's honor, even when it is difficult for us.